Welcome back to the State of Sports Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Nick Ricario. I'm Peyton Smith. I'm Matt Leong. I'm Vitor Boa. I'm Mac Dolphy. And I'm Chris Corey. And on today's show, we're going to be covering the NBA, the Heisman race, uh, Tua versus Kyler versus Dwayne Haskins, and then obviously the college football playoff, along with that NFL drama, especially the Derrick Henry uh, four touchdowns last night, and Kareem Hunt. Then we're going to talk about MLB. The hot stove is uh, getting hot. Quickly. Quickly. Really quickly. So let's get started. Uh, breaking news, actually. Who wants to break it? Or It just happened, what, 30 minutes ago? Yeah, about 30 minutes ago. Um, Matthew Delvadova and John Henson plus uh, two first-round pick, or one first-round pick and then one second-round pick. Traded to the Bucks. Traded from the Bucks. From the Bucks to the Cavs. To the Cavs. Um, George for Hill. George Hill and Sam Decker. Sam Decker. Wow. Good to see Delhi back, back in Cleveland. Delhi back in Cleveland is a major storyline, but thankfully it's not anything recent like a 2019. It's 2021, yeah. first yeah. and second. So there's there's time there. Yeah. I, I think it's an okay move. Bucks get to clear their books a little bit. Mm-hmm. They get to wipe out some salary, which is good for them. Mm-hmm. And it's literally just Cleveland saying Colin Sexton is our guy. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Oh, yeah. He's been bo- kind of balling as of late. He he's, he's been scoring. He's been scoring. Which is yeah. which is like which which is what you want. You want you want a little bit more as a playmaker, but it's he's this first year. He's got Chetty's rule. <laughs> exactly. Chetty, <laughs> dude, Chetty, man, Chetty, <laughs> mini LeBron. There were there were a if lot of know, expectations for Chetty coming into this year. If you don't know who Chetty is, Chetty Oseman, look that man up. He deserves some, some respect. Yeah, nice. I want some respect on nice. Chetty's name. <laughs> C-E-D-I, Chetty. What is yeah. it? O-S-M-A-N? Yeah. Chetty yeah. Oseman. Yeah. <laughs> Live the hype, bro. Yeah, Ch- is, Chetty Oseman. I'm, I'm, is that is it his team? It. I'm all for it. It's Kevin Love's team. It's Kevin Love's team. What am I saying? Well, <laughs> I feel like it's like a nice little trio. It's no one's team. It's really right no one's now. team. Right now it's Colin Sexton's yeah. team. Yeah, it's up for grabs. LeBron I don't think that like, you can even decide. Right now. It's actually Zion Williams. Zion's team. Zion's team. <laughs> 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 hey, with the new, with the new, uh, with the dra- the new odds for the number one pick rule, it's the, the Zion's a three team race right now, yeah. and that's that's gonna be something to follow that we'll touch on later a little mm-hmm. bit. Too. For those who, for those who don't know, the draft rule is that the bottom three teams now have an equal chance of Get it, landing getting in the first pick. pick. Yeah. So regardless of how bad you are in the regular season, as long as you're in the bottom three, you have the same odds to make uh, to get the first pick. Yeah. Who do you guys like early on? This is kind of a tangent, but early on, who do you see? I see Phoenix, Atlanta, uh-huh. and the Cavs. Is that <laughs> is that too hard to say definitively? It's the only, two, the only Phoenix. Two, I guarantee Phoenix. Phoenix is, guaranteed. At this the point. only two surefire ones I have are uh, Phoenix and the Cavs, because I'm not. <laughs> Super sure about um, Atlanta. Atlanta that much. I think like Atlanta Atlanta's look decent because I mean they have Trey Young. They might win like a few games that they shouldn't just Dude, because John Collins is looking nice. John Collins and, looks nice. You know you can always count on the Bulls to lose the games that they should win. That's so what I was yeah. gonna say they <laughs> might be in there too. I'm, they yeah. may be in there too. The yeah, Bulls. Yeah. I mean, but with with Levine and uh, Levine, Markin came good. back. I, I would you looking at the roster? I'd say so too. But based on the play. I don't know. We'll see. You know, we have Dunn and Portis coming back in next week. Wendell Carter Jr. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. has been doing great. And then new Mark coach Boylan. Team looks like they like to play more under him, more passion, more fight. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, maybe some of those close losses will be wins. But Speaking of which, I want to hear what you know about, uh, what you think about the firing. The firing? Like, I want to... 
firing of head coach. Yeah, yeah. Hoiberg. It's. I think it's unfortunate for him because I don't think he was ever put in a position to succeed yeah, on the Bulls really team. Given yeah. a roster but at the same time, the problems the Bulls had were always always had to do with effort and playing okay. forty eight minutes, and that's a coach's responsibility. Yeah, you know, if you're a player, if you have a player who's not you know playing his his minutes, you you take them out, you make changes, you you show people, you know, you show them what they need to do, or they get they ride the bench. And I just don't think Hoiberg was passionate enough to lead these guys and that's where I think that's why I think they named Boylan the head coach without the interim. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, no problem. Yeah, they he's he's the same he's gonna run the same system because he's been the associate head coach for the last three years at least. I don't know exactly how long he's been there. And he's just a fiery guy. At first game, they, he was he literally runs through defensive sets while you know on the side while the team's <laughs> on defense. So I think it's one of those moves that it was bound to happen eventually, and it's kind of like why not? Why not sooner rather than later? When okay. we get back into that. the NBA purgatory of making the playoffs but being being hopeless in the playoffs, so yeah, I, I just <laughs> thought they'd give him more time. I, you think, I, just I like, thought so too. I feel like that's like Hoiberg got handed a team in pretty much shambles, mm-hmm. and I, I don't really know what they expected him to do with it, like what upper management expected him to mm-hmm. do with it, because when I mean, like if you if you give a bad coach good players. Then there's like obviously a reason for them to fire the coach and say like, oh, you didn't do well enough with these players. These players obviously have the talent. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You know who who I was gonna say? I funny you bring it up. I think uh, Billy Donovan is <laughs> really like, if if he had a down start to this year, he would easily be like one of the guys on the hot seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, we already know the the whole Carmelo. PG and uh, Russ thing last year, but mm-hmm. man, if you didn't get it working this year without, I've been, I mean, dude, I've been saying, I've been saying, Billy Donovan's on the hot seat for like the last yeah. two or three if seasons. You, honestly, if you go through social media, like the Thunder fans, they're not, not happy. With they him. do not like yeah. him. Like mm-hmm. there are there are definitely fans who are not happy with the team's recent winning <laughs> winning because they want Donovan out before it's too late. You know, before mm-hmm. it's a little bit too late. Speaking of winning, uh, a great <laughs> matchup tonight. Two great teams. Yeah. Uh, Warriors at Bucks with five thirty. Tonight, Steph Curry back, baby. Obviously, by the t- by, yes. by the time this thing uh, goes up, it's already going to happen. But we just wanted to stress how important tonight's game is. I I, I think it's important at least for the li- uh, a test. It's a litmus test because yeah. like because the last time like no Steph like you, I I mean you guys have heard me talk about this before, but I feel like Steph just makes that team so different. Like he does, he definitely the, does. If you look at the offense from when Steph is not Steph is not on the floor, mm-hmm. it's KD dribbles it up. Passes to Clay, Clay dribbles for a couple seconds. Passes back to KD, who dribbles the clock out and then takes a last second shot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it's I think it's honestly like, I think the Kevin Durant thing is really important because you can just look at the way that they play. Like, it, it, pretty much for the Warriors to win without Steph, KD has to drop thirty five to forty. Yeah, like all the games that they were losing, KD was trying to be a facilitator and trying to get people involved and pass and whatnot. And sure, people have bad nights and stuff, but when KD goes out there and scores forty, they win. And so, like, when Steph comes out there, you can have all three of their stars only scoring 20 to 25, somewhere in there, and they'll still win because Steph is such, like, an interesting player. He draws so much attention off of KD. He changes how teams defend. Exactly. So. And not only that, you can look at the depth chart, like, the way the Warriors are set up. I mean, you have your four all-stars, but after that, the middle ground and even the bottom half of the roster really bottom out. Mm -hmm. Like... They're more top heavy than people like. They to. are. Yeah. That's that's a thing yeah. because people like will talk about how Lori's are a super team. Where I think there are more well balanced teams in the NBA. Yeah. Now. yeah. Um, 
I think this just happens to work really this, well in this the playoffs. Season is, this season especially, because I felt like once mm-hmm. once everyone got paid, now you're like, okay, now you have to think about like who are you. They were struggling to get like guys to sign because like mm-hmm. everyone was willing. The to whole walk. Patrick McCaw thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know how Patrick McCaw thinks he can't like. He just doesn't come back. He thinks he'll get money somewhere else. But I mean, but but the thing is, most most of the of the supporting guards have. Look at like, Ken Bazemore with Atlanta. Ken Bazemore got paid. Ian Clark. Clark even got paid. Yeah, so yeah. It's those like guys like. Yeah. So like the track record is like okay, I do my time, I win a couple championships, now I go get paid. Whereas mm-hmm. that didn't happen, mm-hmm. and now you're looking at rosters, uh, Warriors rosters in in particular where. You're all you're top heavy now. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter come playoff time though because you have basically yeah. the same people. Yeah. Matter yeah. 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 What's his name? Uh, Kevon Looney. He's been stepping it up. I know yeah. Damian yeah. Jones yeah. is out I'll, for we've got surgery. Six months yeah. surgery. Yeah. Pec- torn pectoral, right? That's, yeah, he's gonna be out for. He may be out for. This what season. is that? T- what, so, from the Warriors fans, do you think Draymond's actually injured, or is I, it? Is he injured? I think, is I, think, he, I think you. I think honestly, with when it comes to injuries. With the Warriors, I mean, They're you've seen you've safe. seen they what what happens when they rush guys back. Yeah, like yeah. it literally, like you put Steph Curry back. You lose the finals because Steph Curry came back. Exactly. Yeah. So so you look at like that, then, and you and you and honestly, like you're th- the Warriors. You're thinking you're you're not even thinking about like you're thinking season. about the regular season, but like you're not like you don't even need to bring back your players too soon, or else yeah, because like, you're saving for playoffs. Yeah, because you're like I'm, we're looking to play in June. Like mm-hmm. we're not looking like. I don't need Draymond. They're, they're I don't need Draymond like right now in December. I need him in June. Exactly. They so whatever I, whatever I have to do as an organization to yeah. make sure he is healthy, like I'm gonna do it. The roster is good enough to make it to the playoffs, whether it be yeah. like yeah, barring uh, injuries, you can yeah, make the playoffs injuries. with one of the three major yeah, stars, exactly. pretty much. And mm-hmm. so like the, when they're when Two. they're all healthy and for the playoffs all rested, then you're that's when they're unstoppable. I think he I think he is like still nursing a slight injury. He's probably yeah. more healthy than not. Yeah. Um, but I think like they're just taking precautions. Yeah. Sure Wait, which is I'm like I'm like fine. Yeah. And do you yeah. think no, fine. No do you think Damian Jones injury maybe forces him back into the scene a little bit sooner? Because not they're necessarily very thin in the front I think court. They, I think they are well they were they are, I felt like have. they were thin in They've the front always court been thin with court. Damian Jones. Yeah. Yeah. No disrespect, he's yeah. not a rebounding big. Mm-hmm. He he's not the overwhelming Rim protector. Yeah. So, but it's size, and sometimes that's all yeah, you really but, need. But I, but like, I mean, who's gonna guard? Like, how many guys are you guys playing against? Like Philadelphia, who's guarding Embiid? Looney. I mean, when does, Draymond. Draymond. I'm right now. Draymond's he's, out. He's, so oh, are okay. they? Are sorry, they sorry. Yeah, seriously. My point is, do they rush him back? Maybe to just have another big man who can defend these better well, bigs. Just, just, when just, does Cousins come back? Cousins is currently like catching alley oops and. Dunking and I saw I saw uh, okay. so uh, an alert that he was playing Probably. five on five. I heard New Year's. New Year's around. He's, he's, he's running with the Santa Cruz Warriors right now. He's so he should be like practice. I would say like right after New Year's he should be okay. like healthy ready. They're saying but then, he like, should be good to go right after Christmas. But I don't. Th- I think there'll probably be a minutes restriction. Oh, of course, oh, yeah. oh, of course. Oh, sure. especially yeah. on an Achilles for a big man. Achilles, yeah. like, and at thirty years old, of course. Yeah. yeah, you'll have minutes restrictions. You'll see. I mean, Kevon Looney's still going to see a lot of time. Yeah, which is going to be nice for him because like Develop. like development. They need a lot like, of those bench players. They need to those guys. They got a lot of potential. So anyway, the Warriors and Bucks will be very interesting. Regardless, I think like those those teams are going to be like. The, I feel like the game tonight will kind of like it, since since Steph Curry is back too it'll like it'll test the Bucks show them it, are they a big big team in the East can they well 
Can they? Can they? Can they? If, can they, can they, they compete? Are they as good as can the they Raptors? Yeah. If the if the Bucks win tonight, would you put them up there with Toronto as like the best two in the league? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I already, no, do. I already do. Yeah, I already yeah. kind of yeah. do. I feel like I feel like that team is already mm-hmm. so deep. Mm-hmm. Um, they have. I mean, Chris, now Middleton, now Chris Middleton got... is playing. I mean, aside from Giannis, Chris Middleton is playing out of his mind right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that team in general. And Malcolm Brogdon's actually having a decent year. Yeah. So like, no, yeah, and Bird so Hill Bledsoe, adds some depth. Yeah, yeah. Bledsoe too. Like they're they're looking really nice as a holistic team. Yep. So, mm. which I couldn't have said that about the Bucks in recent years. No. I yeah, like they've always been missing something. Like yeah. whether it's three point shooting, and now Middleton is an elite three point shooter. Mm-hmm. Like or like a point guard facilitator. And now you have Bledsoe. Bledsoe. Like Bledsoe's more like your slasher. Brogdon's more your facilitator. That's true, but like, but now you 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 bring Bledsoe on that makes that team really dynamic. Oh yeah, you just. Nice. This this Bucks team this year has covered more bases that they need to than like you said any other Bucks team before them because like before the, I mean they all, they obviously they've always had Giannis, but the man can't do everything and yeah. even though he's been trying to like you said with big contributions from Chris Middleton it, it makes a huge difference even with it just like these bench player guys it's just it's the four or five points that are gonna swing you know six or seven games in your favor throughout right. the season well you know what they say like you you know the star player will get you. To the finals, but the role players will, will win push you. Will yes. win you the yeah. finals. Mm-hmm. And just so. playoffs in general, too. Yeah, playoffs. So anyway, yeah, big matchup. Yes, big matchup. We'll see. You probably know the result tomorrow. Yes. When it comes out. Yeah, yeah, you will. You'll, well, if probably, you're watching, you'll this, see you already know what happened. Yeah. But I'm you'll see some highlights. Yeah. Anyway, um, before we head right into our uh, Wild Wild West discussion, our recurring segment of the Wild Wild West, let's talk about that Rudy Gobert ejection. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw that. Three minutes in, I didn't see how he got his first technical. But I saw he was it was straight. off a, it was off a jump ball, um it was tip off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rudy Gobert gets called for was he tech was he teched at the jump ball? I thought he, he no it wasn't he he, he was ejected on one tech. It he was, was one. Yes, yeah. it was, I was a single tech. So I those, I was so, say. so here I'll, I'll run down like a quick course of events because I, I was watching a, a bunch of stuff on this. Um, what happens is at tip off Rudy Gobert kind of grabs the other guys. I forget who he was jumping off against. Yeah, he kind he grabs his arm a little bit, which is a foul that almost never gets called unless it's super super egregious. Ref decides to call it. Um, Rudy gets pissed off. Then he commits another foul on Capella again. Capella again, and, and then at that point, at that point, he gets taken out of the game. Walks over to the scorers table. And just kind of he Smack like some cups he, he, yeah he yeah. basically he slapped, cup. he slapped a couple no, cups on the scores table. It wasn't Capella, it was Harden. That's yeah. right, he did. But and, and Harden, 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 Harden really Harden. sold that, which yeah. I assume no, I bought it. I bought it. I mean, you're more than welcome to, but it's a bad investment. <laughs> if you got money, um, they have to make a rule against James Harden getting foul calls in the post. Oh, I wish that'd be there amazing. Was, there was one I think two years ago where they were playing the Bulls. Michael Carter Williams. Is oh, I saw it. I know exactly this play. I don't remember who was posting up who, but all I remember was Harden like... He was at the, the top of the damn key. Yeah, they were at the top of the key, you know, like a top of the key post up to run an offense through, and I think Harden basically flips Michael Carter-Williams no, no, no. Jr. over Har- him. Harden like backs himself into yeah. Michael Carter-Williams, and so War- Michael Carter-Williams oh, is on yeah, top of him. Yeah, he, like, this is one yeah, of the worst that. calls I've ever seen. Like, this is a guarantee Harden call, Yeah, but... I don't know. It's just another. Uh, but but I mean, like, anyway, go back to What did the cup do to Rudy Gobert? Yeah. <laughs> so so interesting interesting storyline we need to follow. Interesting yeah. thing on this that I that I want to bring up. Um, it's kind of like a, a crackpot theory, but not really. Um, Rudy Gobert spoke out against the referees a few games ago two for day, their officiating. On, two days or three days ago now. Right. Um, for their officiating on a few plays in a game that he was playing in. 
And a lot of people are saying that because that foul on tip-off almost never gets called, that was kind of like a little bit of retribution from the refs mm-hmm. to him saying, like, you know, basically, like, screw you, yeah, stop like, talking bad about us. Yeah, shut up and dribble. Shut up, yeah, deal. shut up and dribble type stuff. Um, which I think is why, which I think is what set Rudy mm-hmm. off so bad because obviously that foul doesn't get called. Like, when was the last time you saw a foul? I've never seen that. I've never seen that. Right? Like, and, and this wasn't even that bad. Like, it was just a regular, like, he cooks his arm and then goes up, kind of like every other center in the NBA does. So I think that's a big reason of why he got ejected and why he got such a hot yeah, head over there. He's sure he got the rest of his work in. Well, he definitely so got ejected right hitting hey, the, hey, hey, Well, yeah, 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 right, yeah. But I'm just saying, I don't think he would have been so angry had it not Absolutely. been for that questionable yeah. official. But then, yeah, you were saying he hit the gym. That'll, right that'll, that'll, that'll boil over, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I think I think it also goes into the storyline of, of Utah, like the Utah drama of, like, what the heck, who is their actual, like, Who's their guy? Because mm-hmm. like I feel like Utah has yeah, like but they killed the Rockets last night. I know, but I feel like but I feel but, like just in general. Like, yeah, yeah. But I but just in general, I just feel like um, before we before we segue, I just feel like the, the Jazz just like can you can you who if you if you if time's winding down and you need a shot done. Donovan, but he's been having such a like he's up and down having, season. Yeah, I mean, he's still your guy. Give it to Derek Favors. He's still There's just so many guys that he's he's still still to. Just don't let Derek. That's what I mean, though. Because like, exactly. like, <laughs> like, right? usually every team, even the even the Warriors for that matter, usually have a guy where it's like, all right, like we're giving you the ball. Yeah, I mean, like, even you got Phoenix, Chicago, they got their guys. Yeah, down, they have their guys down at the bottom of the league. Probably missing his guy. Probably go If the Jazz aren't confident in Donovan Mitchell, I'd not like they wouldn't be. Honestly, I would. I'd like if you have like a set play, it's automatically going to Corver. I'd get yeah. it to Corver. Oh yeah, at this you point, have, yeah. that favors. was an option. My point, my point, favors and Gobert. Exactly. But yeah, like, too many no. cooks in the kitchen. His point, his point is valid. There's uh, there's a lot of guys on this team that can make a shot, but there's not one specific you're tell, guy you're that's standing out the ball already. Yeah, Corver or Joe Ingles. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Diamond Joe is another option. Or even or even like or even like. A, a, pick and, a pick and roll with Rubio and Gobert, like uh-huh. you yeah. tell me that wouldn't happen. Like, there's so many options. Yeah. I feel like the Utah is just yeah, it's like it just this this. Donovan needs to go back to being that elite scorer yeah, type. If, yeah, see if Donovan didn't have a down season, I would, don't think we would having be having this. Yeah, but it's a sophomore slump. I mean, it, you can yeah, expect it happens. Like that. It yeah. happens. And for a team that had really high expectations, that always weighs on you know, young players. Like last year. Nobody expected Utah to be how, as good as they were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now with we have all these expectations for them, so it's going to weigh down on the young players like Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. And obviously Grayson Allen, too. Like you know He, come, he came in with a lot of little hype, hype, and now it's... Too. <laughs> you know who did have high expectations? The Rockets. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a good segue. Final segue. Yeah, 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 final segue. Good stuff. Yeah, the Rockets, as I think we covered last show with the best in Texas... Oh the, the, the predictions are coming to fruition. Yeah. Uh, the Rockets and Spurs are really, really sucking right now. The Mavs are doing pretty doing, good. They're Dude, doing okay. They're, okay. I think they're the eighth Doncic is a revolution. Doncic, Doncic is amazing. Doncic is amazing. What was Doncic doing after Dennis Smith? Did you see his face? Yeah, he's like, he's like just like a really ten weird. And, ten and two at home. They're only two and nine away, but they're seven and three in their last ten. They're winning. They're winning some good. They're they're playing some good basketball right now, but. Mm-hmm. If I think the biggest thing with the Spurs, at least, I we we've talked about um, the Rockets drama and and there's there's actually a remedy. I'll I'll bring this up in a, a minute, but the Spurs are ranked 29th in defense right now. Yeah. Over the past years with Pop at the helm, they've been fifth, like the bot, the worst mm-hmm. they've ever been is fifth to end the season. Yeah. They They're have the 29th. second worst point differential in the East or in the West. My bad. Uh, East. Let's not even bring up the East when we talk about point differentials. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
Um, I want to make a I want to make a quick point with this quick Dallas point. team. Yeah. Sorry, I, I don't mean to completely team. No, you're cool. But Go. but with this Dallas team, remember we had a conversation um, a couple months ago where like I compared the Dallas Mavericks to the Seattle Mariners, and I was like, that's right. Because I was like, okay, Seattle needs to figure out what the hell they're doing so they can get Felix Hernandez to one more playoff, mm-hmm. to a playoff run. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Dallas needs to do the same thing because they or need Dirk. to get Dirk. Back yeah, in the playoffs. That'd be nice. One more time. Yeah, one more time. And I'm like, they actually could do it. They, Dude, they actually could do it. The they actually could get Dallas, Dirk into the, the playoffs. The one more time. The half of the West is just, it's kind of up for grabs. The entirety, the entirety of the Western Conference, I believe, yeah. is separated by five games. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so Ex- uh, excluding so, outside of Phoenix from first to... Uh, 13. First to... 14. 14. 14. 14. Six and a half. Six and a half games. Yeah, six yeah. and a half that's games. That's, a, that's like two weeks. Take, take out the Rockets and the Spurs who we know are having bad seasons. It's five games. Five games. Yeah, that's okay. Which, I mean, that's we say weeks. bad seasons. There's still, you know, there's still only two games out of the playoffs right now. Yeah, exactly. I that's mean, this is, the, the bottom half of the West is just even crazier than There's a half game between eight and 13. That shows you how... how that fluctuates uh, on the day. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 obviously. But Anyway, I just wanted to bring that point up and talk about yeah, it. Because yeah. No, yeah. Get Dirk so into the playoffs. Let's get let's, Dirk back. Let's finally talk about the Rockets. And we all know yeah. what's going to happen with the M's. Um, but we'll talk. That, that's, yeah. that, that'll be later, for, later in the show. But um, the Rockets, we all know that their defense sucks. They they re-signed their defensive like analyst coach Jeff Bedzelik, uh, who did like lead them to having one of the best defenses last year. But one acquisition they could make. Trevor Ariza. I heard that he's, he's the <laughs> bring most. Him back. He's the Come most like yeah. exactly. Bring him back. He's the Why most. Not? He's going to be on expiring money. I think it's a one year or maybe two. It is. It is on one year. I it's. Think. It's like I was like, if any place he would go, it's back to Houston. You have to think it have to be back to Houston. Yeah. I think that would solve a lot of their problems. Honestly, uh, it wouldn't so- solve. Randy. It wouldn't. Yeah. 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 So I'm saying he but, fits like it's. The same argument that I mean, what he he played starters minutes last year. He yeah, because he was a starter. That's what I'm saying. Like starting small forward. That like I don't. I, I still to this day don't understand a lot of the moves that Houston made over yeah. like this off season. It didn't make sense to me why they would trade a reason away. Getting rid of two of their best three defenders. It didn't make sense. Yeah, defenders. It didn't make sense that they would sign Melo because we all saw what happened in OKC mm-hmm. and why did people think it was going to be different <laughs> in Houston? It's not. I mean, go have Melo playing the Lakers with LeBron if he wants him so bad. No, Lakers are not. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, obviously. Chris Paul's Paul's a year older, which means he's even worse at defense. Um, Like, Chris Paul's a fine defender. Uh, Obviously, I shouldn't say that. But Chris Paul's a year older. He's worse at defense. Harden still averaged pretty high steal, though. Steals, steals, but don't steals mean doesn't mean defense. Yeah. That's like, I mean, yeah. Steals is like, steals is, not steals is like, I'm hanging out in the lane, kind of being cheeky. Hopefully he doesn't see me. Yeah. Oh, here we go. I now mean, I'm going to grab him. I think a good example of that is James Harden's block the other, like, last week. The look away. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah exactly. turned away and swiped. They managed to get the ball. Yeah, like, yeah. that is James Harden. Yeah, defense. Harden is, he, he's kind of got that Westbrook complex where he's fast enough to get in close to the lane and then pick off a pass if it happens to come his way, but I don't think I don't think I'd qualify that as like good defense. Not at all. Um so yeah, I mean I don't see I don't see no. uh, Trevor Reza is definitely worth going for it. Like I, I just don't see why they wouldn't sign him. I feel like he's one of the only guys left on the table who could really turn their season around. Yeah. I feel like yeah Houston has just no yeah. defense like straight None. up. I can't, I can't I'm like I'm thinking about the roster like up and down right now. Aside from Capella, Capella hey, yeah, that's it. I was going to say, he's a, a, a yeah. say PJ Tucker's still there, right? It surprised me. He's, he's undersized. He's, not, he's undersized. He's not, a, he's, not a, he's not an elite perimeter defender. He's like, good, but he's just not big enough. Not He's not big enough to keep up with the uh, bigger guys. He's too slow to keep up with the smaller guys. There's, 
Well, you can't ask though. for everything. You can't ask yeah. for everything. Yeah, right. But right. on this, but this Rockets team like is asking everything of these yeah. guys. I think that's the problem is they are so thin at so many positions that they just they're asking people to do too much. I think Mac does bring the point of like bringing Ariza back is like a very helpful. Move of course, because like because you're right. We can't expect everything, but we can like you can look for the archetype mm-hmm. and like. Ariza Ariza's one of those players that sticks to his game the whole yeah, time. And he, He's like Sean Livingston. Yeah. He knows what he needs to do. That mid-range he number. Does, he doesn't go out of his lane. Right. Except for that one game anything. in the playoffs where he shot like 0 oh, for whatever he was. 0 oh, for 11 <laughs> over, or something. He was 0 oh, oh, for 12. 0 oh, for 12. <laughs> but but I think I think Ariza's the cor- correct archetype. Of you course. Need, yeah. You need a lanky 3 and D perimeter defender. That's not PJ Tucker as much as like he needs to be big, bigger. Like PJ Tucker <laughs> is like just he's just not the size that you would want for a a small forward yeah. wing defender. Yeah, Who's P- gonna guard KD? PJ Tucker is like the, sure. the Kyle Lowry of like wing defenders. Can. Short, he can kind of make a shot in the corner. Yeah, yeah. I mean no, he no, can no, score no, if yeah. he has to, but like yeah. he is not a per, an elite perimeter defender. Mm-hmm. And I think Ariza fits the mold. Mm-hmm. More so than not. Is there anyone else like off the top of your head? No one. Not really. That's the thing. I was like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like Ariza, Ariza is not a fix-all. That's not. I'm not saying they're gonna instantly get him. But they'll fix a good chunk of problems. But yeah, yeah, he fixes a a decent amount of problems. And and he's the best. He's the best available guy. Yeah. That's the thing. Most of the most teams in the NBA have their perimeter defender locked down. Mm -hmm. Where like they're they're paying them, or they're like, I'm not willing to trade this guy Mm because they understand how valuable they are to the team. Like Roberson Um, for OKC. It's like there's some people whose value on a certain team is just so much yeah. greater than it would be on any other team. Yeah. A move the Rockets could make is uh, trade for David Nwaba, who signed with the Cavs in the offseason. Is David uh, from the Bulls. that kind of defender? He is a he very is, good he defender. He's, he's, a defender. He, he's a type that does not give up on plays. If he gets beat, he's coming back. He's mm-hmm. going to, you know, he's going to, he's at least going to foul you so you don't put a shot up, you know? He's that type of defender. And so maybe he could put in. He's very limited offensively. Mm-hmm. But you have James Harden. You have Chris Paul. You, you got guys who can cover for him offensively. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, why not, you know, take the gamble? Like, that's not even a gamble. He's a solid player. He's going to improve you on the defensive end. You can get him you, cheap. Yeah, he's not going to be... And it's the Cavs. The Cavs are okay with tri- fire, okay with the fire sale. Like, it's a good team to trade with. But, I mean, who do you, what do you give up from Houston to get him? Like, you are you willing up, to give up you picks? Can't picks don't mean anything. If it's Houston right now. Houston, yeah. right now. Right now. Right. 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 The window is closing for Houston, like, scary quick, though. Yeah. That's because they built up wrong. They built up the match the Warriors. Right. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't build, build up. Hold they, the now, now you got, now you got, now you but got I'm saying like, like the Bucks and... With, with, as, with as analytically driven as the Rockets are, and Daryl Morey being as forward-thinking as he is, I feel like he might be kind of a stickler when it comes to giving up more picks. Especially yeah. if it's, like, talking about 2020 or 2021, because that could be when the Rockets are rebuilding. If that's this all kind of falls apart, mm-hmm. so I mean that's like that's a I mean like that would be a nice trade, but for for Nwaba, but I'm not sure if that's finances. Yeah, finances. Uh, we all we all match ah, match match rule. Always finances. Always never forget. Always finances. But um. with that, um, <laughs> let's see. Another team that's really looking terrible <laughs> is Phoenix. Phoenix should be better than they where, are. They should. They should. I blame them. Where 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 do you place your blame for this team? Let's make let's make Mac make, make his point a little louder. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm super biased when it comes to this because I kind of have like a personal grudge against Devin Booker. Why? I, I, I why? Just, why? I, I seriously don't. Why? Because he went. But please he went to Duke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, okay. Devin Booker to me, 
is like Kobe, but not as good. Exactly. Not as exactly. That's, that's, like, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, 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 you can argue that about analysis. You could argue about that about most elite or most no, of the better shooting guards. No, no, dude, look at, dude, look at look some at, of his shots that he takes. He he forces shots. He's like he's got that number one guy mentality, which look the, the maybe in a few that, years he will be. The one that remember that game when he tied it against the Bucks at the buzzer. He pulls up from like. 40. Yeah. Against on Milton. Yeah. And he just ties it. That's that's like that's a Kobe play. When I saw him, I was like, damn, that's a Kobe play like, right there. Okay, like Devin Booker is a great player, but I still do not think offensively, because he is a liability on defense oh, yes, kind he of. Um, he's like which, a C in which I mean Kobe kind of wasn't. Um <laughs> as much as, as much as we like bagging on Kobe, he was not as much of a, a liability on defense. That's a respect as Devin on Kobe's Booker. name. Um yeah. Yeah. Respect. But I still do not think Devin Booker <laughs> is worth the max money that they gave him. And I really think it is clamping Phoenix because Phoenix is not a super rich team. It's not like they got money to go around and be yeah, like, we'll go into the luxury cap. We'll do this. We'll do that. They spent like 30% of their budget on Devin Booker. But yeah. then you look at it. Look how old Devin Booker is. Yeah. I, I get that. Years. I get that. would be a big risk of letting him go to another team. Yeah. And if he made it big, that would be one of the... Biggest regrets they have. You are betting a lot on Devin here's Booker. The, here's, the, here's the big thing. I would. Have to. I would. You have a small to. market team. Yeah. Time, you, got to. you got to. Yeah. Why, why didn't Mike Conley get that giant contract? Because yeah. Memphis is, does, isn't going to like all of a sudden land a... Like, you can't expect... Another replace... Another talent like that. Well, like, what was, what was their Memphis' biggest ceiling? Joe Kim Noah. <laughs> like, and that just happened it's cool to see him back. It is cool. He oh, made that good. shot. That was yeah. happy. Okay. So, Let's finish wait, up. Wait, beside... <laughs> Sorry. With the Suns, is that your point? My my point is, is okay, Devin obviously Devin Booker is not the entire problem, but I think he's definitely part of it. And he's, he's he deserves part of it, some of the blame. I think the biggest problem is just the way that team is built. Look at the roster. First of all, like who Devin Booker's now the point guard, I guess. But there's no Which makes no there's sense. There's the only defender on that roster right now, there uh, is Ariza, and Ariza. I think Bridges is on the team, mm-hmm. but he's injured. Those are the only two defenders. Aiden is not a good defender. Booker's not a good defender. You have TJ Warren, who's not a great defender. You have Josh Jackson, who's not a great defender. Alex Len. Alex no, Len's a so. shot blocker, but yeah. he's, no, he's in he's not, in Atlanta. He's in oh, never. You're Atlanta. right. I'm sorry. So I'm like, sorry. they just don't. They have not. The only defensive player, they they they've only added two defensive players. One's injured, and apparently one's going to be traded Josh. in a week. No, no, Bridges. No, Bridges is okay. Is he ba- is he back? Because he started. He was injured at the beginning of the season. No, he came back. He's on my yeah. team. Back. Uh, I think Still I played, not, I think I played him last night. He's not playing an impactful minutes. That's, he's, that's coming, like, he's a rookie coming off injury. Like, but there's also a problem there. Because they have no problems, money left after signing Booker. Still, it's all these problems with a young team. It's I know. Still, so yes, it is around. a young team. Well, well, I think the biggest thing here, at least why they're sucking this bad, keep in mind the statistic of them, they've scored 18 points in the last two first quarters combined. Mm-hmm. 18 points. Some people put that Eight, up in like five minutes. 18 points is a pretty bad first quarter. Clay put up 37 and a quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. No, no, okay, but... To, to the point, I think the biggest thing is, first, okay, Devin Booker does amount to some part of that problem. Obviously, the max contract at that young of an age, he doesn't give you the money value for what you'd expect of a max right. player, but you're looking for stuff down the road. Mm-hmm. Another thing is, which it's a positive, but also a negative. Isaiah Cannon got injured and then played his way out of the rotation. Mm-hmm. Elia Kobo, a rookie, has been playing okay off the bench, and now he's now starting with Devin Booker out. But they did move Devin Booker to the point guard role, which means now you have a hole at shooting guard. Yeah. So who the hell do you put there? Not a good defender, because Ariza's already at the three. You have R. a four. R.J. Barrett. <laughs> R.J. Barrett. Yeah. 
That I mean, would he be would fit better than Zion in Phoenix. Yeah. In my Zion in Phoenix, I don't think would be a good... Yeah. That would match. Honestly, I don't know about Zion's NBA Wait. whole anyway. fit. The, the Suns, that's, the, that's a topic for another day, but I definitely feel... It's a lot about the currently why they suck really, really, really bad right now is because, first of all, Devin Booker's injured, mm-hmm. and you move him to the point guard because you're... You your point guard, you have no other serviceable point guard. Yeah, Eli- and Elliot Kobo's a rookie, and he's going to have to make mistakes. And that's the biggest, that's the yeah. apparent reason. It's a, it's a multitude of factors. Yeah, it's I mean, a young team, so as, like Peyton said. It, like, mm. Definitely you need to give these guys time, but that's not a huge excuse. There yeah. are other young as, teams as in the a, NBA doing As a well. fan of a very bad young team, I can identify the problem with the Bulls and say, look, they don't. They are not playing 48 minutes. It's ownership. They don't, yeah, that's de- don't defend is. hard. It's... Like, yeah. there's no passion. You can identify the problems. Yeah, with Phoenix, Phoenix it's just kind of like, they just kind of suck. Yeah. Like, you well, look at... I don't at, know. You saw it with uh, Philly not too many years ago. And look where they're at now. It's, you know, it's you know, okay, you got to okay. give it a lot of time. Who, you have to give what it a player, lot of What time. player on Philly got signed for a max contract when they were 22? Philly, <laughs> Philly did it right. Philly, Philly tanked the... the Crap out of their NBA seasons for like three or four years. That's got a bunch. Of, got a bunch of players, and then once they once they were once they were a hundred and fifty thousand percent sure that they got their guy, they signed think, their guy. Okay, another guys, point. Another know. point that we're missing with Phoenix. You know who who they traded a second rounder for last year? Who? Alfred Payton. Yeah. And Alfred oh, Payton's yeah. a pretty good. Another. Why didn't they re-sign him? Yeah. They literally let him just walk guys, back to New Orleans because, because I just don't like if you're. You're Phoenix, dude. Like you, you really don't need an Alfred Payton on your team, dude. He's a decent defender. He can distribute the ball. He I would let that, no. Booker. But he, 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 no, maybe he's but, better than anything you have right now. I'll that's true. Like, but like now you're in a, you're still, you're literally in full tank. Like, yeah, I mean, now yeah. that that Eric like, Bledsoe, I don't, don't want to be here. Is just haunting them right now. I think. I, really think, I think. Yeah, I think the organization, beside, beyond having one of the best medical staffs in sports in general, like. There's not much. Why would you want to go to Phoenix? Or the fact that Spring. How do you happens? know that they have the best medical? They, they, they have like a revolutionary. It was. Like, it yeah. came out. It was it's, like a report came out a couple yeah. years ago. Oh, okay. They have they, some. They, have, they do some insane. Like they get they players. Like chambers. Yeah. Like players get. Eight players suffer like six to eight month injuries. Come back in four completely healthy. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, when Bledsoe tore his ACL. That's right. He wow, came back. Okay. Okay. Phoenix should be way better than they are. then. but that's all they got. No, no. Let's not say that. No one else. But like, I mean, you look at the raw. You look stack. Devin Booker, Trevor Ariza, Deontay, TJ Warren. We have the best medical staff ever. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you want, go recruit Chris Paul. You know, that's that's something you can try to do with that medical staff. But wow, Looking at the Suns roster, I wouldn't expect them to be a playoff team, but I would not expect them to be abysmal. Yeah, I agree. I feel like there's too many like decent enough yeah. young players on this team that Where they should be doing. They should be advantage. able to shoot themselves into winning a game more yeah. often than not. Yeah. But I don't know about that, man. I feel like every feel once like, in a while a shootout I just, happens. I just feel like this West is so stacked that I feel, I feel like, like, like Houston's just like a sad story. It's one of the saddest stories. Well, yeah. Phoenix is just is just terrible. They're terrible and also <laughs> they have I don't feel like they have any chemistry. 
They don't because they have chemistry, and they're in a West well, that's extremely yeah. good. Yeah. So yeah. Like, like you're not only bad, but you're also bad in a, in the worst time yeah, possible. How do you Bulls build? are bad. Screw it. Moving to Seattle. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Honestly, my friends my friends from Seattle would appreciate that. They find they got a hockey team at it. Um, I saw that was. That yeah, was they got a hockey cool team. Too. But they anyway. That's another can of worms to open. Anyway, what's next, Nick? We're out of <laughs> um, move on this is, this great is team. a lot of you know, sense. You know, a good team. Um, they're playing tonight. The Warriors. Uh, what do you guys think about the rest of the season? Project, prediction, projection, where do you think they're going to end up? We, are, we, kind of, I mean, we kind of preface this a little bit talking about the, the Bucks. Regular season, obviously. Regular season. They're going to make the playoffs. They're going to make the playoffs. They'll, 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 they'll be in the top four. I don't think. I don't know if they'll be the one. I don't think they care anymore. They fill out the top three, no doubt. They'll fill out the top three. They'll probably then they'll probably just roll through the playoffs. I don't think any, yeah. any team in the West right now can, can challenge them a seven game. Except Bar- a healthy OKC team, I do believe, challenges the Warriors. Number one defense. Hey, 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 let's remember, another one of my like crazy predictions came sort of true, which is I said that OKC would finish the season with the number one defense. We have it right now without Ro- Roberson. Uh, yeah, who so it's looking game, good uh, for the Mac the Profit. Mac the Profit. Defense wins left. championships, by the way, of, which Peyton doesn't agree left. with. A lot of play. I never said hey, that. you know what? Hey, shout out to Paul George, though. He actually said no T tonight. I don't know if you guys seen that. Uh, yeah. You've seen that Gatorade ad? And you know the statistic about Paul George can't make clutch shots. He actually made a He actually made a clutch shot. It wasn't it, the thing is when it went in, I was like, "Damn, dude, that like it was one of those it was not close. convincing." It rattled back and forth. It rattled, it rattled back, yeah. around and went in. I was like, "Dude, like he didn't." Even, it wasn't one of those like straight through. I was like, "Dude, even the one before team was still." You saw, you saw his hesitation. He was, he was like, he was like, "Crap, I really need to make this." Because like when he pump fakes and then he he's kind of just looks at the He's like, "Yeah, he was open." And then he goes and then he right when I saw him pump fake. Defender fly by. He was like, "Yeah, he's hitting that." But you can tell just because the way the corner though. he had. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he was single-handedly brought him back against the net for sure. This dude, he wasn't gonna miss. Look, just... look at how unselfish my guy Russell Westbrook was being. Oh, he did that for one game. Look what happened, dude. Oh, hey, hey, Got to do that more hey, often. Hey, hey, all right. All right. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so we obviously the Warriors are gonna finish top four, top three. We all know that, and they're probably gonna roll through the playoffs. But who do you think is going to sneak in in the West and the East? Like a team that maybe on the outside or maybe. Let's probably talk about more about the East than the West, because the West is probably there's just, it's just too much. No one's sneaking in. Nobody's right everybody's now. Everybody's everyone's everyone's going to earn their way yeah, to the playoffs. Yeah. East, yeah. East, who gets who's a sneak in? So we're looking at least as of right now, the bottom, the bottom half of the playoffs is Indiana at five, Boston at six. That's hilarious. Orlando at seven, Charlotte at eight. But the Wizards, they're six and four in their last ten. They are, they're the on a four-game win streak right Miami, now. Miami, Brooklyn, Knicks, and then oh, Ca- and then Cavs, then Bulls and Hawks. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like the way this season is shaking out, this is kind of a hot take, I feel like the Magic might be able to get the eighth seed. Well, they're already in right now. That's well, what I'm saying. Right no, now, I'm, I, I know they are right they're now. They're going to stick in playoffs. I'm saying, I'm saying, come playoff time, I would not be super surprised to see the Magic in the eighth seed. I think Charlotte... Is gonna and then they get stumped by Toronto. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah, I do. I you're right. I think Orlando's gonna be a pretty. They're a weird. Or, team they're they're a solidly built team. Unpopular opinion. Dwayne Wade leads the Heat oh, to an eight spot. No, I like that. I like. It. I, I mean, like you see, you see, it's it's like they said it was his farewell tour, but you see his past couple games. He doesn't like, want to say goodbye. He's been nice. He's been yeah. nice. And he's they've been, been dealing with injuries. The, yeah. the Heat yeah. have been dealing so with injuries this yeah. season. So that's a good chance. I think Washington still makes it too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I think they do. They're outside right now, half a game out. But maybe I know. I I feel like the thing. 
we this these reports have blown up a lot more to make it seem like they're like the way the reports sound, it makes it seem like they're in the conversation with the Hawks, the Bulls. They're the not. Cavs. They're, they're not. not. Mm-hmm. They're eleven and fourteen. They have the same I, record as the Spurs, who are struggling, are not good. I think it's just but, it's a compilation of there's there's been three years or four years of expectations. Yeah. And now it's really but, hitting the Yeah, stand. but all we're talking that's the thing is the expectations have blown the blown everything out of proportion. They're still probably gonna make the playoffs because Charlotte's gonna find a way to not make it. That's true. So, so Charlotte will find a way. Oh speak, speaking speaking of playoffs. College football playoff uh, got uh, oh, yes. decided. Our um our conversation from last week, there was like we had we went through so many scenarios. scenarios. We're like, okay, if Bama wins and like Oklahoma wins, they're in. If Texas wins and Ohio State wins, Ohio and, Bama, and Bama wins, if everybody loses. If everyone loses, it's UCF. UCF, like, like it was crazy, and it was honestly one of the coolest weekends because like you. Everything a, came down to the wire. You're like, okay, yeah. like I you got even Georgia know. leading against Alabama, and I actually thought Georgia was gonna win. I was like, oh, game. Oh, sorry, you're not. Jalen Hurts comes back in. <laughs> Don't trust Georgia. I guess switches the scenario from last game in the dude. My guy Jake Fromm is nice. Makes that comeback. He is nice. He, yeah. he was. He is nice. No, UCF comes back against Memphis too. Down twenty what seventeen. I didn't know UCF was gonna pull it off. Memphis is not a terrible team. Last time I checked, it was forty-one thirty-five Memphis. I checked back later. It ended 56-41. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. how? <laughs> There's a reason why they're undefeated two seasons in a row. Yeah, yeah. so but so now it's set. Mm-hmm. Um, OU at Bama. OU at Bama and Notre, Notre, Notre Dame, Dame at Clemson. And, or, is that, no, I, isn't it? Isn't it still, they're neutral sides. I think they're neutral sides, but it's like, like yeah, yeah. one team's home team. But I, it's, I think this is a very interesting, I think Notre Dame may, is going to make bigger headlines than what they already have because um, the college football playoff, for those of you who, who don't know, basically is now is designed to favor the conference champions of the mm-hmm. major athletic conferences right. in college football. Mm-hmm. But Notre Dame is an independent. They don't. Right. They aren't in a conference, right. and they slipped into the college football playoff, which is That's the first time it's happened. Yeah. That it, this is huge for Notre Dame. It this is. is amazing. And this honestly. is actually, I look back because I have a good friend back home who's who's a Notre Dame fan, and. This is the first time that Notre Dame has a legitimate shot, not maybe not to win the national championship, but, but to compete, yeah. compete because yeah. like this is their first undefeated season in a long time. Mm-hmm. So because well, they play, you look being an independent team, they play some pretty tough. They play tough schedules. Teams. They yeah. play like, tough teams. It's well, they it's have to crazy. schedule tough if they want to even exactly. you know, if they want yeah. to be considered I mean, for right. rankings. So they yeah. make them go through a lot. They definitely battle test them. Throughout yeah. season, you should apply that so. same thing in a UCF, honestly. Because yeah. like I know, I know there's been a lot of talk about UCF. Oh, they should be in. They're undefeated the last two seasons. But if they want to get into the playoffs, go to the NCAA. Say, give us a tougher schedule so we can actually give us some SEC big hitters. Yes, a- yeah. ACC yes. big hitters. Give us some Pac-12 big hitters mm-hmm. early in the season so we can just say, let's do that and just run the table. In the Pac-12 conference. haven't been big hitting as of late. But they're still. I mean, like, I mean, still, they, still they got the name. Still, they got Washington like, and Wazoo. Yeah. This this Washington State this year, like mm-hmm. they've been really good. Yeah, that's right. Washington State. I completely so, forgot like, about them. And even like, even though like Stanford and Cal aren't super good, like they're still names. They still are names. And USC yeah. is like mm-hmm. is still hovering, like lingering. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, you're right. U- UCF definitely like should ask the committee or ask like college like NCA, especially for next season. To like give us like a couple of harder heavy, schedule, yeah. heavy hitters. That way they could yeah. actually because because it would be really cool because to actually see if they could compete or not. Yeah, because there's been or... there's been so much talk about it that we might as well it. just 
On the other hand, you could say the NCAA can make a statement and say, you know, you know what, fine, we'll give you a playoff spot and then see how it goes. If they yeah. get ran, all right. Sorry, no, but dude, so, you gotta understand. Exactly if you if you do give a spot to UCF, it will, of you're course, taking you'll be, you'll be taking the spot from yeah, someone else. Yeah. But it will just be mainly just to say, yeah. "Told you so." Yeah, yeah but I mean, I think, is it so worth thing. stealing another spot to just watch him get ran? I think. I think that's though, my question. I know. Um, that's, I saw an article the other day that was like I forgot where I saw it. Might have been Bleacher Report that that was suggesting like should college football should the committee expand to eight teams and have an eighteen playoff, which is like honestly not a terrible idea because like. Like right now, as it stands, to be honest, I'm not expect. I'm expecting the SEC champion to be in there. I'm expecting the Big Ten champion to mm-hmm. most likely be in there. The ACC yeah. champion and the Pac-12 champion. Mm-hmm. I don't expect any other team to even come remotely close mm-hmm. to the to those now to those spots. Now mm-hmm. Notre Dame um, and Oklahoma now like slip, moving in that breaks the mold. But now you're thinking like, okay, now can college football? There are other great teams that are actually like stacking up. Let's expand a little bit mm-hmm. and see other smaller conferences get in the spotlight. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the Florida Gators athletic director did say he would welcome having a two for one series against UCF. And oh, I heard about that. So that's you know that's on the table. UCF has not. No one has made a statement from UCF at what this do you point. Mean two for two one. For one I yeah. don't know. I was trying to find it out, but I would imagine if they don't want to do just a home and home against a non power five team. I think they want to do two games at home, one away, or something like that. Okay. Um, against a non-power five team, and I mean, I don't, I imagine this would be over the course of a couple. This would be over the course of a couple of years, um, but kind of like what we did with Stanford or Stanford Yale. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they would probably play two games at Florida, one uh, UCF over the course of three years, um, and Florida is down for that. It's UCF can you know. Well, make, yeah, it's 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 good inter interstate. Um, relations within the, within yeah. the teams, and it's also good just for the fact that like UCF is a very well touted team right now, yeah. and Florida is kind of like lingering weirdly in the SEC. Yeah, like they're not like they haven't been good since like Tebow. Yeah, so uh, yeah. yeah. So um, last time they played, Florida won forty two to nothing, and they were actually scheduled to play the following season, and UCF bought out the game. Wow. <laughs> they didn't want to play it. Wow. Well, now so, I feel like it's different. Yeah, like, it's, very it's definitely, different. I mean, so, it's more than, it's over a decade ago yeah, that that like, happened. Like, I know this is terrible because everyone loves the underdog story of UCF, but oh my goodness, I would just love to watch them get slapped by some Big Ten team or something. <laughs> but I, like, like, that like was my whole 40, point. No, 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 I get, but not, why, 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 why does it have to be in the playoffs, though? Like, they don't deserve a spot yet, in my opinion. They've played crap teams. Like that. you could argue, you could argue the same for like for some of the other like. I know like, ba- you, everyone argues that for Bama. Not like, and maybe not necessarily Bama, but like to be honest, like like Clemson do- that doesn't play like yeah. the greatest schedule of all time. And they're not in. No, they are. They they're are the second. Best team. I'm sorry. The, no, no, the Clemson, Cle- no, Cle- no yeah. Clemson. Clemson sorry. like does not play the greatest. Like the no. ACC isn't the yeah, greatest not, football you're right, conference. I'm talking maybe if you're talking the Big Ten, the Big Ten is a big football conference, right? Obviously, so. I understand that. And the Big 12 is a big football conference where, like, I don't know, like, seeing if you want to make the argument for UCF, I think it's just because UCF isn't a Power 5 conference. They're, they're just not. Like, yeah. they're not going to play those teams. And and I think... And you'd have to have a statement win, one, maybe even two statement wins mm-hmm. together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And whereas, like, Clemson, they're in a Power 5 conference, so they just have to run the table. Oh, which yeah. is, by far, is, is not easy. But if you run the table, you're in. When you yeah. start the season ranked top five, you know, all you got to do is just you can stay yeah. steady. Like you're okay. Yeah. It's harder you can afford to afford a loss, yeah. possibly, and still make. You can it. afford almost two losses, depending on if you get to your championship. Yeah, if you get to your championship game and win it, even with two losses, 
you have a really good chance of making the playoffs. The key is playing in the championship game. If you don't yeah. play in the championship mm-hmm. game, you 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 run the risk of just mm-hmm. not putting a. You run the risk of like basically saying like why why should you be in? You're not even a competition. When are, yeah. when are the games by the way? When the the, 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 the play New, New, um, New Year's New Year's. Yeah. So, it's like so we're not gonna, we're not going to have a podcast until um, until basically the national okay. champions. So let's let's do yeah. our predictions right now. Who do you guys think Alabama makes it? Like who wins it? I think the Oklahoma Alabama game is close. It's gonna be a close that's gonna be close. Game. I'm gonna uh, make sure I watch that game. Yeah. However, Alabama will win that game. Yeah. Just don't want Bama winning. Really, I don't. I don't. I don't care who wins as long as it's not Bama. Yeah, I think. I think, I think Notre Dame right beats Clemson. Same here. And then I think. Really? Notre, yeah, and I think That's Notre it. Dame. I don't think they beat Bama, but I think that it comes. They come pretty damn close. I think. Yeah. I think. I think. Come, I, think it, I think it'll stay close up until the fourth quarter. Because the Bama's yeah. just a Trevor Lawrence goes off for 400 yards, yeah. comes and beats, beats Notre Dame. Before we transition into Heisman, because I think that's where we're headed, yeah. right? Yep, yep, yep. UCF does play LSU in the Fiesta Bowl. So they have their they have their shot they have their to shot, make a shot. statement. Yep. Who did they play last year in their bowl game? Uh, oh, they played some... Random random team? Weak, I wouldn't say weak team, but they're, they're okay. That I was mean. And that was when all the things... That was when all like the conversation started. They were like, we're undefeated. Oh, I was, thinking, I was thinking was of some it, other team. Was it Duke? State? No, no. No, I was, th- I was thinking of some. Was other it OSU? Team. I thought it was Oklahoma. Was it? I don't know. Uh, they they beat Auburn last year. It was Auburn. Oh, Auburn. Oh yeah. Thirty-four right. twenty-seven. That's right. Yeah, and, so they, and, and then they said like, yeah, give us the, the, the trophy. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, they give. Yeah, they beat up Auburn. Who is a have is normal. Uh, they are a heavy. Last they year, are heavy last year they were. They are, they they are a heavy season. SEC if team. they come out with another undefeated if they stop, season, if they stomp, hard to tell. That, that is true. If they stomp LSU, like that is a key. You need to stomp LSU. If you stomp LSU, it's basically. Like, excuse me, like, then you, it's a big fuck you to the, the committee. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, no, for sure. Because, like, that because, one, because, because <laughs> you can, you can bleep that out. I know. Um, yeah. But I have fun. Make it more work for this dude. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. it's whatever. Sorry, yeah. it was, that one was warranted, though. I had to say, <laughs> I had to say that one. Because it is. Because, like, the, yeah, they, they've, disrespect. Been, they've been waiting for two years. Like, they, yeah. they're like, get us in. Yeah. But yeah, now like, LSU, show us the respect. They have a big, they have a big stake in front of them. They get to play the best team that Bama has played this season. Yeah. Up until yeah. now, yeah. that's true. Yeah, at at, at a point, up until Georgia, the third best team in the country. Yeah, yeah. so they got destroyed. Yeah, but okay. Um, speaking of uh, Heisman, yeah, Tua, Tagovailoa, Kyler Murray, and then Dark Horse, but not so Dark Horse, Dwayne Haskins. Haskins, baby. Before we get into the stats, who do you guys have as your Heisman? Kyler. Murray. Kyler. Murray. That's yeah. probably gonna be Kyler. But I'm gonna say Dwayne Haskins just because <laughs> Dwayne Haskins. Honestly, baby. I want to see Kyler win it, but I honestly think they give it to Tua. I I do too. Looking I, at the numbers, Tua too, shouldn't even be in the conversation. Like, and I said it's, it's looking at the numbers. If he played Bama. for UCF Bama. and with these numbers, still undefeated team. You wouldn't even be in the conversation. Oh. So, yeah, so we we cannot consider just, them. That's just been a reoccurring theme. So going about down Alabama in the Heisman race. They going down the Alabama statistics, play. we got Tua with a sixty-seven point seven, three thousand uh, three odd yards, um, thirty-seven passing TDs, four interceptions, only one hundred ninety rushing yards, and five rushing TDs. Haskins seventy point two percent completion. And we got forty-five hundred plus yards, forty-seven passing, leading the nation. Eight interceptions. 122 rushing touchdowns, four rushing oh, TDs. Or rushing yards and then... And then yes, yeah, uh-huh. yards rushing and yards and four TDs. Sorry about that. Very good. Kyler, on the other hand, has got 70.9% leading that. Only 4,000, a little bit above 4,000 yards. we got 40 uh, passing TDs, seven interceptions, but he's got 892 rushing yards. 
and 11 rushing TDs. We're just going to take a nice little quick pause. You're good. <laughs> I knew the battery was going to die, but we got like most of the footage, so it's okay. Okay, for sure. Uh, so let's keep going. Um, based off statistics... Haskins definitely has a case. It's, you're between Kyler and Haskins, and you know, when you're looking at and the you numbers, and you can see, and you can see, and to Peyton's point, you can see the Bama bias here. Yeah, yeah, the bias has been yeah. around thirty-seven to forty-seven. But to be fair, though, it's kind of funny that we talk about Bama bias. The fact that the first um, Bama Heisman winner was Mark Ingram, it wasn't that long ago, and then Derrick Henry, and those are the only two Heisman's ever <laughs> out of Bama. So it's yeah. like it's kind of funny that we talk about like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Jalen Hurts coming in beating Georgia. Should eliminate Tua from the conversation. Yeah, should. It shows. Yeah. Oh, look, we have two good quarterbacks, and I'm not discrediting. I'm not saying Tua's not good, but we have two good quarterbacks. Either of them could have done this. Shout out to Jalen Hurts, by the yeah. way. Stay ready. Big, yeah. big, big it's, move. If Tua is nothing special for Alabama in this regard, I think they show that they have a lot of. They have five star recruits literally at every position. Like they're. They don't need. I think they don't have a Heisman quarterback. They have a guy who. Yeah. They have a good quarterback who has a lot of good players around him. And that's why they're so good. I feel like it's new Bama. Because, you know, Bama used to be just single back, backfield, mm-hmm. just run the ball. Yeah. We're going to set up We're gonna set up every play with the run. Yeah. And now lately, like, now it's kind of moving to quarterbacks mm-hmm. now. You don't really, mm-hmm. I mean. Bring that Bama stereotype. Big dude running the ball. But, I mean, the last big talk we got around an Alabama quarterback was what, A.J. McCarron? <laughs> yeah, basically. And then, but so. then, and then, when you look at Ohio State, they come. It's um, Dwayne Haskins coming from a lineage of yeah. great quarterbacks. Yeah, so that's I, you watch him. He's nice. He's nice. Haskins, nice. he can do a lot he's of a big things boy. with the football. He's nice. He's, he's a big, big boy. Yeah, 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 nice. Man, forty-five hundred yards, man. Forty-seven TDs. That's mm. huge. Yeah. I, I say Dwayne, but you know that's just he's not going to do it. He's yeah, not combi- the combined, height. Yeah. combined uh, rushing and passing, um, Kyler and Dwayne are tied at really? fifty-one. Yeah. So obviously forty-seven and four for Haskins, forty and eleven for Kyler. That shows you how much of a dual threat Kyler is. Um, but yeah, I th- Dwayne Haskins definitely has more of a case than Tua. I think. Yeah, I also, think when you look at the stats, it's obvious. But Kyler and Haskins, I give it to Kyler based on the show factor do you think like he's just so fun to watch do you think that kyler's heisman race i guess you'd say would be detrimented by the fact that he's gonna he wants to play in the mlb that nope that's been a and that's also been a talking point too there's talk of him maybe wanting to stick with some football there's there's been talk i wouldn't they're gonna be like well i don't want to they don't want to give a heisman trophy to a player that's not going to play in the NFL. I think that'd give them a bigger reason because how many Heisman Trophy winners you see in the MLB? That'd well, be, that'd see be Tim Tebow's making his way up. You see Tim Tebow, Russell Wilson, but Russell Wilson wasn't. Yeah, he's Russell Wilson wasn't. No, his 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 contract's now owned by the Yankees. No, no, God. Yankees trying to get everyone. But I think. Do you so you you think that it it helps him? Just because, just because it's they, they, okay, wow, this guy, sports. yeah, he's not gonna, he's playing both of these sports. Yeah, and I mean, who's Big team? Prospect in both of them too. Whose team made the playoffs? That's like a Bo Jackson thing, dude. Yeah. Kyler Murray's in the playoffs. You saw that Instagram picture he had where he posted, um, yeah, like himself next to like Bo, Bo Jackson, dude. Okay, honestly, I don't think it's probable in, in today's day and age of CT and whatnot. But imagine if Kyler Murray was that dual sport, sport. athlete. If I were him, man, he's not—he's not like Bo, who I've whenever I've seen him on film, he's like the best athlete I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah. But 
Man, imagine he's very talented. Imagine mm-hmm. having that a yeah. two sport athlete. Yeah. yeah. So was that would that be the first major two sport athlete since Deion Sanders? Like yeah. I've obviously Tebow. But I mean like, Tebow. Say major. So let's let's go down line. Michael yeah. Jordan. Yeah, Michael Michael <laughs> Michael Jordan, Deion Sanders, um, Bo Jackson, mm-hmm. Tebow. 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 Tebow's on the come up, Matt. Though. He is on the come up. Um, but he's yeah. making the league this year, bro. I'm sure of it. Hey, they didn't rule him out of making the the, the team he, right out of spring training. That's true. They said he's really close, really close. Yeah, and that's like I think that's a good segue to uh, the MLB hot stuff talk. Uh, 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 or actually, do you want to go MLB or do you want to go NFL? Let's go MLB first. Since MLB, we have that MLB yeah, yeah, MLB because yeah. I just seg- I just segued that. Yeah, you segued. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I can't I, take I, it back. I can't go back. Can't right. take it back. I can't. I can't. Yeah, we we're we're sticking to it. We're going.